the world that you have to function in and operate in outside of this house does not offer you that space mm. for the most part. Yeah. And so I want to be able to be that safe space for you. And so when you allowed me into those areas, then that helped me to drop some of those walls um, and become more vulnerable with you when it came to intimacy. Yeah. Because there was another level of trust that was given. That's so good. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode. A special episode, if you will, of Marriage Matters Podcast. For those of you who are watching for the very first time, my name is Glenn Coleman, and I'm joined as always by my beautiful wife. I like the way you said that. Hi, I'm Tanya Coleman. Oh, okay. I, I was about to say, yeah, you, this is Drag where you, the beautiful This is out. where you say your name. Oh, okay. <laughs> my bad. I was, you know. No, you're good. I was. But uh, this is Tanya Coleman. Yep. Caught up in you. All right, now. Stop that now. We got to do the podcast. Okay. Yeah, so right. this is a podcast uh, about relationships, all things relationships. And uh, I say it's special because this is our 100th episode. 100. 100 episodes. So, you know, I mean, that's a that's a pretty big accomplishment, you know, 100 episodes in. Okay. Um, and also, um, this is our anniversary month. So we're celebrating yes. 100 episodes. We're celebrating uh, 20 years of marriage. Yes. Uh, and we're just celebrating each other. Yes. Um, and uh, thank you for joining us and being a part of this. Shout out to all of our faithful listeners and uh, watchers and commenters and all those things. Uh, so we just want to say thanks. And yes. uh, thank we're, you all so much. We're uh, looking for a hundred or a thousand, a million more episodes. Yes. So, yes. So this week... What are we talking about? So this week, this is the second week that we are talking about intimacy or that we are celebrating intimacy mm -hmm. in marriage. So that yeah. is our focus uh, for the entire month of May as we are celebrating our 20 years of marriage and being on our own journey of developing true intimacy in our relationship. Okay, so, I'm here for it. And I'm super excited about it. So um, today... We're going to borrow um, uh, some information that we've been learning from Ms. Uh, Brittany Broadus. She is a Christian sexologist and intimacy coach. If you've never checked her out, um, she is the founder of The Intimacy Firm. You can find her all over social media, um, Instagram, uh, Facebook, YouTube, all of those places. Um, she's so knowledgeable. Yes. Um, she's free. Um, she knows well, her. Uh, qualify that. She, yeah. So she's, that, when her I say services that, are her not services free. are not free. <laughs> I will not do that to you, Ms. Brittany. Um, <laughs> Her service, when I say she's free, she's free in spirit yeah. um, with her expression and her the gift that God has given her to teach in the body of Christ about intimacy. Yeah. Um, and I have just become a, a fan. Yes, um, definitely. Because she, she's... Um, 
she walks in such a uh, liberation um, in that area of intimacy and sex and, and teaching specifically to um, believers. Yeah. Um, she knows her word too. Yeah. So I love it. Um, anyhow, so we're going to borrow some of the information that we've been uh, learning and, and uh, gleaning from her. I am believing that one day we will have her on the podcast as come one of our out, guests. Come hang yes, out, Yes, come and hang out with the Coleman's Brittany. We would love to have you and chat with you um, on one of the podcasts. So, anywho. Well, before we jump into yeah. it, I just want, it was two things I wanted to say. I forgot one. Okay, it'll come uh, back to you. Oh, I know what it was. <laughs> Um, first thing you said about was the journey, and mm-hmm. it, ha- it it has been yeah. uh, a journey for us. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that our sex life ever was ever bad, but mm-hmm. it has improved yeah. and gotten better. It's like, you know, it's like some fine wine. Fine you know wine. what I'm saying? Better with time. Like, oh, hey, glory. <laughs> fine wine, yeah. better with time. Yeah. yeah. So, but I want you guys to just keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. And it's just like anything else. You know, it's funny how, you know, we, especially when it comes, and and I, I'm not speaking in general, but it's just been my experience mm-hmm. as it comes when it comes to us Christians. We want to grow in every area, but when if you say something like we need to grow in your in, in sexually, that's like oh my God, what, wait, like wait, taboo. wait, <laughs> yeah. So, but it's it's like it's just like every other area of your marriage. Mm-hmm. It, it should always be getting better. Yes. Um, because you're learning each other. You're learning what each other likes. Mm-hmm. You're learning your, what we call breaks and accelerators. You know, yeah. what turns you on, what turns you off. Mm-hmm. You, so you're beginning to, to understand each other better. And I can honestly say that 20 years in, that our sex life is better mm-hmm. than it was in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to say was shout out to to Brittany Broadus. Uh because she is a, what you said, she is a Christian, Christian sexologist, sexologist and intimacy and, and it, coach. So that's right there. That's a mouthful. Yeah. And it's so needed, I believe. It is, it is so, so needed. needed, especially for us in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, I just think it's one of the neglected areas when it comes to, you know, I've ever heard people say stuff like, you know, well, you know, you just, if you just concentrate on, on these other areas and the sex stuff will work itself out and that's not true for anything, so why would it be true for sex? That's so good. You know, that's so that's, that's not true for any other area of your marriage. If you just set it and forget it, it'll just work itself mm-hmm. out. So why would that be true for sex? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so I'm excited about doing this this teaching with you. Good. And and uh, hopefully um, this will encourage and help uh, those who may be struggling or who you know, just want to want their sex life to get better. That's yeah. not, there's nothing wrong with admitting that, mm-hmm. um, that, Hey, I would like my sex life, sex life to be better with mm-hmm. my spouse. I will put that qualifier. Yes, on let's do that. We're talking about sex in the, uh, in marriage, in, in the confines of marriage. Yes. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> amen. Amen. So, amen. so yeah, go yeah, ahead. That was good, babe. Yeah. Um, and just thinking about some of what you said, Um, I think that our sex life has gotten better because we have been doing other work. We have both been individually working on ourselves and we have been definitely, we, we 
really, really focused a lot on vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And I think the vulnerability that we have created within our marriage has helped to enhance our sex life. And I was going to ask you that, Mm -hmm. but you kind of said it. I was going to ask you, what's the number one thing you think that has helped our sex life to improve? Mm It, it and you would say is the vulnerability. vulnerability. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that um, over the years, um, not only have we gotten, because we've been pretty comfortable with each other since we were dating. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not, that hasn't been it. But the vulnerability where we have dropped some walls, where we have um, allowed each other in more, mm-hmm. um, more conversation. We have really um, evolved, or I'll say evolving, um into the man and woman that we were truly designed to be, um, as we are maturing, mm-hmm. um, the where there's things that we may have reserved and not said to one another before and kept to ourselves that we now say. Mm-hmm. Um, there are emotions that we may not have expressed with each other before that we now give each other the space and the grace to express to one another. So I think. Um, which all of that is vulnerability. Mm-hmm. So I definitely um, would say the number one thing has been becoming more vulnerable. Yeah. With I, would, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a good idea for us to record in these chairs because I keep rocking, twisting and rocking. Mm-hmm. So anyway, okay. So, you- so okay. So <laughs> here's, I wanted to share this definition of intimacy, which I think it's spot on. Um, intimacy is connection grounded in shared affection connection Hmm. that is grounded in shared affection vulnerability and specific knowledge of the emotional intellectual sexual and or spiritual intricacies of one another Mm -hmm. i think that that is so powerful and is so spot on and it takes it from being so broad and gives it some specifics Mm -hmm. The specifics of affection, vulnerability, the specific specifics, thank you, um, of knowledge of the emotional, intellectual, sexual, and or spiritual intricacies of one another. We need to be knowledgeable and aware of where our spouse is emotionally, where they are intellectually, um, where they are sexually, and where they are spiritually. Are we supposed to know that automatically? No. How do we learn that? By way of communication and Mm -hmm. being vulnerable. You know what? This really reminds me of the scripture in Genesis where it says that, and Adam knew his wife. Exactly. And the two, does it say it right there? And the two became one flesh. The two became one flesh. And you know, I've I've, um, heard a lot of people teach on that and they talk Mm -hmm. about the new, Adam knew his wife. Mm They talk about how that word know really lends itself to knowing in a sexual way. Sure. But when that definition of intimacy, when you read that, that's what it reminded me of, of mm-hmm. truly knowing uh, in, in like so in all levels. Mm-hmm. And that's true intimacy. Right. Is is to be known to be how did I think it was uh, Shamara, she's the other mm-hmm. sexologist. She actually had. quotes her in here. Okay, and it's she said intimacy is to to be seen, heard, and mm-hmm. un known or understood something like that mm-hmm. but anyway that that definition definitely lends itself to to that yeah and validates or the word let me say it that way the word validates this definition exactly yeah i yeah. like it 
Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit more tonight um, about this portion of Brittany's book where she talks about intimacy in the body. Okay. Um, and so intimacy in the body. She says here that thoughts are stated. Okay. Feelings are expressed and touch is shared. Okay. Thoughts are stated. Feelings are expressed and touches shared is a shared experience. Yeah, that's that's good. And well, what were you going to say? Ahead. I want to no, cut you off. Ahead. No, you, you go ahead. No, go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> okay, that's what we're ahead. doing. Thank you. So thoughts are shared. That right there. I know for me, it t- I struggle with that in the beginning mm-hmm. of our marriage, um, especially. Um, when it came to thoughts of, you know, as, as, as far as our sex life mm-hmm. and I didn't, it's like, I can't tell her what I'm really thinking because I didn't want to, uh, first of all, think you want you to think that I'm just some weird dude. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just across the board, not just in our sex life, but just across the board. Sure. It's like, I don't want to tell her, you know, um, I've heard there's another couple that we follow and they talk a lot about, she talks a lot about, you know, I know that you are a man of faith mm-hmm. and, and I know that, you know, you are, um, you know, a conquering, powerful man of God. Mm-hmm. She's like, but I want to also know when you're afraid. Come on. Yeah. You know, and she's like, you don't let me in. And that's part of that. Mm-hmm. Letting me know your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Let though That's a very intimate thing to let someone know um, that I am afraid yeah you know because and i will say this that you know for me when i think about that even with you because that has been a process for us as well you really expressing your thoughts and your feelings with me openly and honestly has been a process when you begin to do that the my my role not just my role but my desire is to be a safe place for you to do that Mm-hmm. Because I understand that as a man, the the world that you have to function in and operate in outside of this house does not offer you that space mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. And so I want to be able to be that safe space for you. And so when you allowed me into those areas, then that helped me to drop some of those walls um, and become more vulnerable with you when it came to intimacy. Yeah. Because there was another level of trust that was built. That's so good. That's so good. Yeah. So it takes it takes both sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what were you about to say? No, that you, you kinda I was gonna just kinda going off, you know, what you said, you know, mm-hmm. how a lot of people, you know, it's like, you know, in their sex life they're saying, you know, stuff like, you know, you know, they wanna be adventurous or try different things. Mm-hmm. But you're right, you it's in order for that to happen, there has to be an environment where everybody, that both parties feel safe exactly. in doing those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there is not the, the if that environment is not created, then it's hard for sometimes for one, for one spouse to maybe want to, to be more adventurous or, or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way you create that environment is through true intimacy. Yes. And one leg, if you will, of that intimacy 
is sharing or expressing thoughts, mm-hmm. like you said there. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. thought that yeah, was that really was really good. good. Yeah, um, I love that feelings are expressed. Um, often, oftentimes, we will reserve our true feelings for keeping the peace. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm not going to say to him that I don't agree with him or that the fact that we discussed this thing and then you went and made a different choice that that upset me. Yes, I do honor you as the head of the household, but we made a we had a discussion and this was the plan. And when you went in a different direction, especially without discussing discussing it with me first, that made me angry. Mm-hmm. But many times people won't say that because they're trying to keep the peace. Mm-hmm. And so inwardly now that peace is disturbed. And so when now when you're trying to be intimate with me, especially sexually intimate with intimate with me, I don't want to have anything to do with you mm-hmm. because I'm angry, but I haven't told you that. Yeah. And so you're like, what's wrong? Yeah. So that's part of, that's another, like, I, I guess we could look at these like as, uh, legs, if you will, mm-hmm. of a healthy, uh, uh, intimate and sexual, mm-hmm. uh, well, the, your sex life is only going to be as, as strong as these three legs, legs that yeah. we, that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So it's being able to express and feeling safe to express, mm-hmm. uh, your emotions or mm-hmm. your feelings. And yeah, I know again, for me, you know, I always talk about being a, a peacemaker versus mm-hmm. a peacekeeper. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, it's like you don't want to say if you can't express the way you feel. The first thing I always look at is me is like, is it me? That's because a lot of times we think that, you know, I can't say what I feel because of the other person. Right. But what I found is that it's not it's not the other person that has a problem with it. It's me. Right. It's like, I don't want to seem, I don't want to look vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I don't want to seem weak or it, it's all, go, it all goes back to right. ego. Right. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And, but like you said, whenever we do share um, that, you know, and, and I can just, I can think of, you know, sometimes I could actually just feel the difference. And even though like what I was sharing with you, mm-hmm. maybe wasn't what you wanted to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can even remember you maybe crying, not, not because I was screaming at you or, right, right. or, but it's like what I was saying was hard. It was yeah. hard for me to say, mm-hmm. but just saying that and you cried and you even, I remember a couple of times you walked away mm-hmm. and like, I just need a moment to myself. Mm-hmm. But after that, I could literally feel the connection being stronger mm-hmm. uh, between us right. um, and our, our emotional connection uh, went to another level yeah. because we were open and honest with yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. And that when, when you, and you know, that's why, you know, people have what's these emotional affairs. Right. That's why, right. because that's even more, it's, it's like, that's a very intimate time to mm-hmm. really tell people how you feel and how you felt. Well, the person you should be telling it to is your spouse. Right. Because what that does is it brings you, it pulls you closer together. Mm-hmm. And people, sometimes in marriage, people are not feeling that safety that you talked about earlier to be able to fully express themselves emotionally. Mm-hmm. You know, when people, when you have people that don't like to deal with feelings, 
right? If you have a spouse that doesn't like to deal with feelings, they're not emotional creatures. And so they expect you to not be that way, or or at least they tell themselves they're not emotional creatures Mm -hmm. and they pretty much stuff their emotions. And so you don't, you are emotional, but you don't feel safe enough to express your emotions with your spouse. That is going to play a, uh, be a roadblock in your Mm -hmm. intimacy. Yeah. So Yeah. yeah. Um, touch is shared. I just, I, I just like that, that touch is shared because I think about when I touch you, well, if I, if we hold hands or I rub your back, I, you know, rub your leg, um, it is a way that I am displaying my care and my love to you. Mm-hmm. It is a, a shared moment of intimacy. It's not sexual maybe in that moment, but it is a shared moment of intimacy, mm-hmm. um, letting you know that I care and that I love you. And mm-hmm. I'm glad to to be in relationship with you and to be married to you and doing life with you, you know, even with our children, you know, sometimes, and sometimes they may, you know, move away. I got one that didn't like touch too much, but you know, (laughs) um, I'll just, you know, walk by and I may, you know, rub their back or touch their forehead or, you know, I have to warn uh, my youngest when I'm coming in for embracing, you know, (laughs) and, you know, but it is a way that we communicate love, you know, our oldest child, she loves, um, touch and to be hugged and and snuggled and all of those things. Um, and we have teenagers, so, but it's something that we do often in, in our house, um, is that touch. And so when I read that touch is shared to me, that is an expression of love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, And and I was going to say you, the other thing you said was, uh, you talked about the non-sexual touch, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and again, just kind of bringing it full circle, um, we need that, you mm-hmm. know, even between uh, your, you and your spouse, mm-hmm. you know, if, if, if every time, you know, I touch you, it's like, it, 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 it's, I, only, I, for it's sex. only for sex, yeah. then that's not, it's almost like I'm just using you for the sex, yeah. right? So it's like, it's important. And, and you know, the difference, mm-hmm. you know, and even though, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, you know, well, I'm just going to get down. <laughs> you know, I, I had this habit of, you know, like when I walk by Tanya, I always touch her on the on the butt. No, on the booty. I don't know. Is it, <laughs> I say booty. Did I say booty. I don't know. But, yeah, I feel now. Okay. <laughs> but it's just, that's just my, and it's not that I'm trying to, you know, have sex with her. It's just, that's my way of letting her know. And it's so funny because there's a couple of videos I've seen of this where, you know, other husbands do that to their wives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they'll walk, she'll be in the kitchen or whatever, and they'll walk by, you know, and, you know, mm-hmm. maybe like, you know, just smack her on the, on the butt, you mm-hmm. know. And then she always, the wife will be like, oh, stop. Mm-hmm. I, hey, why you always got to do that? Mm-hmm. Then they'll show another video when, you know, they walk by mm-hmm. and they don't do it. And she's like, what's oh, wrong? Oh, because you, I expected, I'll be like. Right, right, right. So <laughs> it's like, even though they're, they're saying, you're like, oh, why you always got to touch me on the butt? They like it. So just keep doing it, bro. Just keep doing it. <laughs> But my point is, it's like that, that's all, that's another one of those legs, mm-hmm. right? Uh, or those pillars, maybe mm-hmm. I should say. That, I, that word came to me earlier. Uh, that, that, you know, mm-hmm. that intimacy stands on is mm-hmm. the, is the sexual and non-sexual touch. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, it's, it's, especially when you grow up, some people may have grown up, uh, or like you said, they don't like to be touched mm-hmm. or, 
you know, so that's maybe something that you want to work on mm -hmm. is is being okay with, especially your spouse, just right. touching you, you know. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Um, I know for people who are not necessarily, they say that they're not touchy-feely people. I wonder if those people struggle with uh, intimacy and vulnerability, not necessarily sexual intimacy, but just mm -hmm. creating intimacy within relationships yeah, and, and being and, vulnerable. Yeah. And it could be, um, mm -hmm. and, and maybe that's just some work that you, some, some self-work that you need to do. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of things that you can do, uh, to help process through some of some of that is the past. Maybe you exactly. were, were abused or touched incorrectly as mm -hmm. a child or whatever, um, whatever that is. Um, but it's, it's, it's important that we work on those things because our spouse deserves the best of us exactly. and they, yeah. they deserve the, they deserve the best version of us. Mm -hmm. And so if that's, if touch is something, especially for me, mm -hmm. because you know, like one of my top two love languages is touch. Mm -hmm. So I like, you know, to be touched by my wife, yeah, you know, I don't so like true. other people. <laughs> I get, I remember I was getting that's fingerprinted. So for yeah. a job mm -hmm. and the and it was and especially when it's another woman mm -hmm. i just very i don't know what that is but i just when another woman touches me i just get very uncomfortable mm -hmm. but i remember being fingerprinted by this female uh, officer mm -hmm. and she was like she was an older woman so she's mm -hmm. like baby you got to, for a job you're not for a job to yeah i said that i said <laughs> oh, that for, okay. for a job sure. yeah yeah i wasn't being booked <laughs> it was for a job but she was like baby you need to relax you gotta relax your head and i'm just like man i'm just not I'm just not used to that, right. you know. So, so yeah. Um, so it's 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 very important that you know we work through those things, mm -hmm. and especially like I said, if your spouse is that's one of their love languages, and they they the way they receive love is through touch, and you're a person that doesn't like touch, well mm -hmm. then that's gonna really affect um, your relationship, you know, because mm -hmm. that's what they need right. to, and, and like I always say, you can't love people the way you want to be loved. You have right. to love them the way they need to be loved. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's so good. Um, so another thing um, that she shares is emotional, intellectual, and physical intimacy are crucial to any relationship. Mm -hmm. um, emotional intimacy involves a free and welcomed exchange of feelings and emotions that is met with empathetic understanding. Mm. So if I am coming to my spouse and I am expressing, as I said earlier, how I feel about something and it is not met with empathy or understanding, empathetic understanding, however you want to say it, then that is going to prevent me in the future from coming to my spouse yeah. and being open and vulnerable with them um anymore it's yeah. it, you may try it one or two more times but eventually that person is going to shut down yeah because they're not going to feel that their emotional expression of themselves is welcomed yeah i'll say for me what really helped me in the in that aspect of it mm -hmm. is number one understanding that every person has a right to feel how they feel mm -hmm. a thousand percent and that doesn't mean that uh, that always i'll say it this way it doesn't mm -hmm. always reflect back on you right um and like i always say unfortunately intentions don't always so i may not have intended to hurt your feelings, but mm -hmm. your feelings are hurt. Right. So you have a right to feel that mm -hmm. way. That's your feelings. And that's the way you feel. Sure. Now 
I've realized that sometimes when you feel a certain way about something that I do, it has nothing to do with what I did, but more to do with mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it in a negative way. I'm right. just saying that that's something that you need to work on or right. that even me, that I need to work on. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is it takes the pressure off of me mm-hmm. trying to, I, I think a lot of times the, the reason why we get upset be, because a person feels a certain way is because we feel a certain way. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just, all I'm doing is sharing my emotions. This is how I feel. Mm-hmm. So, and if that makes you feel a certain kind of way, well then that's how you feel. Right. But again, it's not, hopefully that, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, and it, that takes the pressure off of me to know that it, it's not always me that the reason why, and if it is me, mm-hmm. because I understand it's, it's me because of you, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. <laughs> Then it takes the pressure off of me. It's not saying that you don't like me. Mm-hmm. It's just that whatever I can fix whatever it is, mm-hmm. or I can I can work on whatever it is that's making you feel that way. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that makes sense. Listen, the whole time you're talking, I'm like, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need yeah. of prayer. It's like yeah. that that really is that's the issue. It's me, yeah. right? Because we only become People, we say this, that you made me mad or Mm -hmm. you upset me, but no, I chose to get upset. Mm -hmm. I chose to get, to become angry, right? I can choose something different. Mm -hmm. I can choose to accept and and respect and honor what you feel while still accepting, respecting and honoring how I feel and choosing to be okay that that is different. You know, one thing I remember you and I were talking, I I can't remember what we were talking about. But I was saying how you were saying how you wanted respect or you 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 got upset when you get you get upset when people don't give you the respect. Mm -hmm. And I said something like, I don't think of it that way, because why why would I want a respect from a person who I don't require it from? In other words, these, these you don't have that need from that. Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah. need. And if you respect me or not, then I don't. That don't matter to me. I respect right. myself. Right. So for me, that never did. It's like I don't care if you respect me or not anyway, because mm-hmm. I respect me. Mm-hmm. So, and, but I'm I'm showing at this. I'm saying that to say that's how a lot of times people get upset. Well, they they're disrespecting me. Right. Well, why do you want respect from them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in that moment when you said that, it was like. I know that I, I, you know, so mm-hmm. it, it kind of brought me out of the anger that I was exper- experiencing in that moment. It's like, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, so now let's talk about, um, intellectual intimacy. Okay. Okay. Intellectual intimacy is the free and welcomed exchange of hopes, ideas, and goals, even if opinions differ. What do you think about that? Uh, again, that's just one of those areas where, a lot of people, we hold our cards close to our chest mm. and we don't want, you don't want to say stuff like, you know, I want to be a podcaster. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do for a living mm-hmm. because, you know, um, and, and I'll, I'm going to say this too. Um, well, no, I'm not going to say that, but we hold that kind of stuff close mm-hmm. to our chest because if I say that and you'd be like, boy, what's wrong with you? Right. You know, kind of deflate your Yeah. So a lot of times we don't um, express our hopes, our ideas are, you know, there's been a lot of times I've been in conversations with people 
and they may say something and I disagree with what they they say. Mm-hmm. And I'll just, I won't say anything because I don't want to look like right. a fool or whatever, but I'm not looking like a fool because that is my opinion. That right. is my right. idea. Mm-hmm. Or if I have a goal to do A, B, and C, you know, I can remember being younger and telling the person that I respected, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hey man, I got this idea for this. And they were just like, basically just blowing it off and like, you don't need to do that. You know, you need, so it's like, well, man, God. so who are we to tell someone else what they don't need to do? Like, yeah. 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 I, you know, it's just like, if that's a God idea, that's an idea that you have. Maybe it may not be a God idea. Maybe just a you idea, mm-hmm. but who are we to say, Oh, you don't need to do that. Yeah. It may be a part of your journey. It yeah. may be a part of something that you do need to do rather than successful are not successful, but maybe you need the experience. Yeah. And I, I would say that. So like with your spouse, make sure that you're like Tanya said about everything else, making room for them mm-hmm. to express that and not, you know, every time they have an idea, you shooting it down. Oh, we can't do that. We can't right. afford that. Or we can't. Mm-hmm. And even if, you know, um, maybe, you know, they coming up, they have an idea to start a business or, or, or go back to school or whatever it is. And maybe you can't really afford it right now, but, you know, let them, it doesn't cost you anything to dream. Exactly. And it doesn't cost you anything maybe to come up with a plan and, you know, to say, okay, we can't do that right now, but how about, you know, if if we want to take that dream vacation, let's, let's come up with a plan, you know, let's, let's, um, you know, I can pick up some extra shifts at work Mm -hmm. or I can, we can save this money or we can, we can, uh, we can turn off cable and we'll take that money and Mm -hmm. put it, you know what I'm saying? So. My point is, is, is like you said, with the emotions, if you automatically shoot them down, mm-hmm. then this pillar of intimacy will crumble mm-hmm. very quickly, mm-hmm. you know, and it's very important that, that people are, they feel safe in expressing their hopes, ideas, and mm-hmm. goals and opinions, mm-hmm. even if they differ, especially when they differ. Mm-hmm. And I, and that's the other thing we have to learn that it's okay if we think differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's even even me and Tanya, you know, um, sometimes we have different opinions yeah. on how we should do certain things. You know, and so I know a lot of times people ask, well, what do you do if um, you guys are trying to make a decision and you see it this way and she sees it that way? There's a lot of ways we handle that. Sometimes... We, we defer to the person who has more experience right. in that area or who, who has done it before. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we seek counsel mm-hmm. um, and, and, you know, those we've given you the qualifications for that counsel before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other times she'll just say, well, you just make the decision because you're, you're the man and you're the head mm-hmm. of our house. And I'm, I'm just going to I don't agree with it. I'm going to support you. Mm-hmm. And even if when I make that decision and it doesn't go according to plan, that's not her That's time. Not the time to say, I told, I told you. you we shouldn't have did mm-hmm. that, you know. So, mm-hmm. but I, I guess I don't know how I got on that, but yeah, um, someone out there may need it. Yeah. Um, and sometimes in those situations, we don't do anything because we're not in agreement. Sometimes yeah. it's that okay. Well, maybe we need to pray about that more. We need to meditate on that more, and um, let's kind of file it away for now, and we'll you know revisit it another time. You yeah. know, so. There are options. You don't have to any nothing has to happen right this second. Yeah. You know, so um I love all of these things because the 
the physical intimacy that we're talking about is not truly intimate when you don't have the emotional intimacy, Mm -hmm. when you don't have the intellectual or spiritual intimacy. You need all of those things to have true physical intimacy. A lot of people mistake sex only as intimacy or Mm -hmm. intimacy only as sex, let me say that. And it's not just sex. Mm -hmm. Intimacy, vulnerability, yields intimacy which creates really great sex yeah and that's the thing it's like and i think like we started off saying that's why our sex life has improved mm-hmm. is because we've improved in all of these areas and emotionally right. emotionally uh whatever they were the other ones we you said earlier uh i forgot them mm-hmm. thoughts feelings oh yeah here. and uh hopes okay well ideas, yeah it's basically what we're saying here mm-hmm. In all of these areas. Right. So, right. Yeah. And so physical intimacy, similar to sex, is the manifestation of one's desire for proximity. Hmm. To again. be close. That's so good. Physical intimacy. Physical intimacy, similar, similar to, to sex, sex, is the manifestation of one's desire for proximity. This desire is often rooted in emotional closeness. Mm-hmm. Personal space, for some, is a coveted commodity that isn't shared unintentionally. All three require trust between the parties. So emotional, intellectual, and physical. Mm-hmm. But that's good, the physical intimacy. Mm-hmm. And all. Uh, how did she say it? She said personal space, for some, is a coveted commodity. Mm-hmm. And I will say that for me, my personal space is coveted. I mm-hmm. mean... I'm one of those people who I enjoy being with myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm not ashamed to say that. I used right. to think I was weird, but I'm not. No, you are not. I am, <laughs> that's me. I just, I, and there's nothing wrong with that. I enjoy being mm-hmm. by myself. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it's like when Tanya and the girls are like, we're going to go shopping. I'm like, okay, oh, right. I'm in the house by myself, mm-hmm. you know? So that's a commodity for mm-hmm. me. But it, it, I've learned that. That even makes it more valuable, though, mm-hmm. when I do allow you into my physical space exactly. and allow you mm-hmm. into my world. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, I was just, I would just say that just to keep that in mind mm-hmm. uh, for for those of you who are like me and value your personal space. Mm-hmm. That you know, it's very important. Um, that you also, you, you know, you let your spouse into that. Right. You know, and that's, right. again, that's another one of those pillars. You know, if, if the only time, again, if the only time you want to be close to them, to her or him is, you know, when it's time for sex, then that's not building up to, or that's not building the intimacy to, it, it's just, again, it's just the, that's when you get into the, you know, you do the do and then it's over with. Right, it's only yeah. the physical act. There's right. no real connection that's happening emotionally, intellectually, or spiritually. Right, And right. so someone is going, the relationship, the marriage is going to be lacking, Yeah. first of all, but one or the both of you are also going to be lacking because your true emotional needs are not being met. And I will say this, so... Um, and I know we probably need to wrap this up, yeah, kind of getting, but I will say this because typically, and I'm not, and I know, and I hate to make this general generalization because I, I, we have a friend of ours that we know and 
but typically in a, in a relationship, usually the male is the more higher desire mm-hmm. uh, person when it comes to sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say higher desire, I mean they want sex more, more often. More often. Mm-hmm. Typically, the woman is the lower. Mm-hmm. But again, we know friends. We have friends where it's it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. You know. So I'll just say this. Let's not say men and women. Let's mm-hmm. say for the lower desire, the higher mm-hmm. desire. Mm-hmm. Here's what I found. For the higher desire person, when you give the lower desire person mm-hmm. all of these things, mm-hmm. then you will find that their desire for sex goes up. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Because that's mostly where their needs are. Mm-hmm. You know, for a high desire person, it's just like, okay, I'm just, I, the act is what it's right. all about. Right. But for a lower needs, not all the time, but most of the time, mm-hmm. it's more about the connection. Right. So when you give them the, so it, it's like, when you this give is, them the connection, they feel safe enough to be more open with you when it yeah. comes to sex. So it's like, so this is like meeting everybody's needs. But mm-hmm. so many times in so many relationships, it's only the higher desire that's meaning there needs to be met in the physical act. Exactly. And the physical act for the lower desire is kind of like, you know, well, I'm not going to even say that, but it's, it's more of a chore than, mm-hmm. a, than mm-hmm. you know, it's like, okay, well, I guess, you know, right. it's been it's been two weeks. So I guess, <laughs> you know, golly, you know, right. come on, you know, rather it, than, than this enjoyable. It's no fun in that. It's no that's... fun in that, man. Come on, you know. So. Yeah. God, so, I'll say this one last thing, but God intended for it to be pleasurable. Absolutely. You yes. know, and to enjoy. Yes. The Bible says to enjoy the the, the wife of uh, of your, your youth. youth. You Absolutely. Know? So, yeah. So that's all I got. I'll be quiet. Yeah. So, no, we're, uh, we're going to wrap it up, guys. So we want to encourage you to explore, um, to develop, to learn and understand your spouse's um their emotional needs, their intellectual needs, their physical and spiritual needs to de- to further develop your intimacy in those areas. And you will, if you do that work, you do that part of it, then both parties, both the husband and the wife will be satisfied um, in all of those areas within the marriage. So we just encourage you to celebrate your marriage by doing the work of developing those pillars. True intimacy. True intimacy. Okay. Well, that's all we got for you this week. Hopefully you got something out of that. Uh, Hey, thanks for sharing this. Uh, Thank you guys for sharing. Thanks for commenting. Yes. Uh, Like I said, if you got any questions, I said this last time, questions you want us to answer, uh, whatever topics you want us to discuss, please let us know. Um, you can direct message us. You can email us at, I always forget. Marriage Matters, matters. to Us, T O U S, Marriage Matters to Us at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, on the social, please hit like, hit describe, hit the bell. Subscribe. subscribe. What did I say? Describe. describe. I'm sorry. Well, you, like you sound like somebody I mama was... right there. For. <laughs> you know, baby, you got to describe to my channel. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yes, indeed. All right. I'm That's better than Bailey Marble. <laughs> Baby, make sure you describe to my channel. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. We love y'all. Bye. All right. Well, wait. This what? is Glenn and Tanya Coleman oh, yeah. reminding you that your, your marriage, marriage matters. matters. Describe to our channel. <laughs> <laughs>